0: Welcome to Writing Challenges with David Morley, Director of the Morrick Writing Program. Hello, and welcome to our next Creative Writing Challenge. It is called the House of Fiction. Now, fiction writers know a lot about point of view. One thing they know is that, from the point of view of their publisher's accountant... The commercial success of certain types of fiction has considerable edge over the artistic truth of other types of writing. This hurts authors who serve their art scrupulously, but make little return on it. Unfortunately, loss-making writers give the impression that if you sell well because you can turn plot and character, you are a lesser species. Many new writers, you included, may find themselves at this crossroads of literary choice. My advice? Don't be a snob about it. When you are starting to write, choose the road more travelled by. Your job is to create story to make believable prose narrative and characters. Accept George Orwell's proposition that good prose is like a windowpane, and then proceed to build your story straightforwardly and without frills. Later, even in a later drafting you may turn the house of fiction upside down and smash all its windows. The truth is that many writers, especially the snobby ones, secretly desire the cultural cachet of literary fiction, while not so secretly yearning for the popularity and royalties of a great storymaker like J.K. Rowling. There lies your challenge. For new writers, the best way to make story is by knowing what forms are open to you, by taking a thread of narrative and letting it lead you. By dreaming your scenes into verisimilitude. By building credible characters and placing them in situational conflict. And by asking your story the question, what if this happened? Say this was a story, what you're listening to right now. Say the characters, me, David Morley, and the podcast producer, Tom Abbott, the guy who produces his podcast, were in a recording studio like we are right now. So we ask this situation, what if something happened? What if some old flame just burst into the room right now and shouted to us, you, it's not over! What happens next? Well, there's your story. Can you also see that this is also a backstory for both of us too? John Updike says, fiction is nothing less than the subtlest instrument for self-examination and self-display that mankind has invented yet. Literary fiction is the customary objective for an apprentice to creative writing, the making of novels, novellas and short stories. Some question this. Why not teach new writers to compose popular genre fiction? The answer is that some writing schools do teach commercial genres, and there is every chance that many more will follow. The teaching of children's fiction, after the success of Philip Pullman, Jacqueline Wilson and J.K. Rowling, waxes exponentially. Here at Warwick, we have a brilliant writer of weird fiction, China Mievel, on our staff. The argument to learn the art and craft of literary fiction comes down to an analogy with a rainforest. Like poetry, we value some species of writing for reasons other than their price within the free market. We value them because they are luminous, protean and give pleasure. More than any other function, they allow language to live. Our languages get flattened, Ossified, drained of life by people who do not care about variety or luminosity. Such villains, among them politicians, bureaucrats, and the media, are like loggers working languages' forests to the roots, replacing their depth and strangeness with monocrops. Someone needs to cultivate the spaces, regrow them, and even surprise new species into happening. Like rainforests, you never know when these species of literature might prove useful, even essential for the evolving life of language. Such literature even brings with it the possibility of prediction. The literary novel is, of course, a prickly term, used to distinguish it from commercial or genre novels such as science or detective or horror. Its qualities are supposed to include psychological depth, subtle characterization, and attentiveness to style. It denotes seriousness and profundity to some readers and critics. It can also seem slightly po-faced and boring to others. I suspect that most of us enjoy a story, and that story is one of the things that drew you to reading and writing as a child. That does not mean plot and narrative are put aside as childish things. Let us be clear. Because a novel is popular, it does not follow that it is crap. Think about these issues, but then forget them while you write. Do not let any of these matters intimidate or skew the way you write fiction. The only way forward is to write for yourself. One thing you will begin to recognise in fiction is that, although worldly experience can be drawn upon to make setting, character and a scene believable, research and imagination writes more easily than copying reality. Find things out or imagine them, and afterwards check your facts. But trust in your own judgment at first. Do not get hung up on reality. It is astonishing how much you will get right, say, with setting, by simply following your nose and by reading up on the subject. Fiction's predictive power comes from this raveling of intuition and research. That's enough of that. Let's get writing. This week's writing challenge is called A Miniaturist Tale. Ready? Okay. Okay write a whole story from the narrative point of view of an adolescent using the personal pronoun I. The subject can be either a date or an evening with friends. Use the present tense and deliberately use precise language, tiny details and slang in the dialogue. The setting should be a suburban park Begin the story minutes after something extremely dramatic has happened there. This is your what-if moment, for example. Say a fight or an arrest. Write this entire tale in 500 words. 500 words should not seem too many. It's true you will probably write a thousand words before cutting the story to its elements, and the lesson in economy can be applied across your fiction. This exercise will get you used to some of the basic principles of story quickly. Tune in for the next podcast where we continue our exploration of the forms of fiction. Thank you for listening and good luck with your own writing. If you would like to comment on anything in this podcast or read new pieces by David, then you can visit his blog at http colon slash slash blogs dot uk slash morley d. To find out more about the Warwick Writing Programme, visit www.warwick.ac.uk. Writing Challenges was produced by Tom Abbott for the University of Warwick. The music was written and performed by Dylan Owen.